Welcome to Queen Maca Conversations. My name is Kendrick Jennings. Uh, I'm a student in the Music Industry Seminar class here at Queen Maca, and I have the privilege of sitting here today with Mary Rose Vadaban Kaur. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, so why don't you start off with telling us a bit about yourself? Yeah, well, my name is Mary Rose. I am a local artist, if you will, here in San Diego, born and raised. I do lots of work in musical theater, a little bit of opera. I do a little bit of everything. If it has to do with entertainment, I've probably done something in regards to it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So how'd you get into musical theater in the first place? Well, I started off as like, I'm a singer first. I would definitely say mm -hmm. I'm a singer first. And I grew up um, in my church choir. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I started singing. And then my elementary school, yeah, no, primary school, little baby. <laughs> uh, our primary school was doing this like mini production of like songs from Sound of Music. Oh, cool. My mom was like, you should audition. You like to sing. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> um, and I auditioned and I, little first grade me got in and I sang the, like the Sound of Music opening number. And it was from then on, I was like, yep, this is what I want to do. And then my first full production was um, Susicle Jr. Hmm. And I was Gertrude. So little, I think that was third grade. So in third grade did my first actual full production and then never really stopped since. Wow. <laughs> Got started very early. And uh, I guess that's one of the reasons that you're so good now. <laughs> How big of a role does music th musical theater play in your life now? It's still very big. It's, it's a little different right now because I haven't done a full musical theater production since Corona happened. So it's mm -hmm. been like three years since I've done an actual full show. Gotcha. I've workshopped some new musicals, which have been amazing. Mm -hmm. Love that. That's what I'm like the most passionate about is new works. Mm -hmm. um, but then I've done a couple of online readings, but now I'm more into the music directing side of things. Oh, so gotcha. like bringing up the next generation. So I work at both my old high school, Steel Canyon, as a mm -hmm. you know assistant there. I'm music directing their production right now. And then I'm also music directing at a youth theater, which is where I got my start. So it's really nice to give back. So really, I'm mostly in it as a music director at this Oh. Is that kind of where you see yourself going in the future, like continuing to you know mentor other people, or do you kind of want to do more performing yourself? Or I definitely want to get back to doing more performing myself. I did just wrap up my first professional opera, which oh. was very fun. I did not expect <laughs> to ever get into the opera world, but I did, and I loved it. And it was my first actual like professional show, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but my, my hope is definitely to get back into the performing side going forward. I did just audition for a couple things, so hopefully... I can get back into it, although I do love working with the youth and stuff. But I think I can perform more now and then later down the line get back to teaching once right, I yeah. know more and have more to give. <laughs> How did you get started doing an opera? Because that seems like kind of a kind of a jump from a musical theater thing. Yeah, um, it was one of those things where the music, well, the director was my old voice coach, and she mm -hmm. messaged me a year ago. She was texting me. She was like, hey, so I'm going to do an opera next year. Do you want to, like, be in it? And I said... Sure, because <laughs> I I have a rule with myself, which is if a um, if an opportunity scares me, mm -hmm. I have to say yes. <laughs> like I will not say no to an opportunity that scares me, because that's you know possibility for growth. So yeah. the opportunity scared me, so I said yes, <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> that's pretty cool. How different is that for you from your musical theater sort of background moving into an opera? Like it's, how different is that? It's surprisingly not that different. Mm -hmm. It's still the core of it is still storytelling. Right. It's just in musical theater, it's a little more literal, I guess, because mm -hmm. um, in opera, it's a little more park and bark. You stand and you sing, you emote. In theater, it's a lot more 
it's it's easier to see what's going on. It's easier to understand. Right. Um, but the core of it is still the same. And mm-hmm. vocally, because I was the only first soprano in the <laughs> chorus, which, I mean, I'm more of a, I'm a beltress. You know, <laughs> I, I sing really high and really loud. I don't necessarily feel super comfortable in the, like, high soprano world, but mm-hmm. I... You know, good singing is good singing, which is one of my, my colleagues said when I mm-hmm. asked him about it. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and he said, you know, good singing is good singing. I, I mean, said, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I just came at it with that idea. And yeah, it went very well. And now I feel a lot more comfortable in that world. Because yeah, it's really not that different. The cores are pretty much the same. It's interesting. Um, so what else are you doing right now with music and acting besides, you know, opera and teaching and stuff? Yeah, um, I am working at a couple theme parks locally. Cool. Working at uh, SeaWorld and Sesame Place. And at both those places, I'm doing a lot of singing. Uh, it's very fun singing alongside Sesame Street Muppets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely <laughs> a very different experience. Right, yeah. Um, a different kind of vocal performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over at SeaWorld, hopefully if all goes well with the contracting things, I should be doing some acapella caroling over there oh, too. Cool. So that's a really cool, it's, I loved like the theme park industry. I wasn't, right, yeah. I didn't care about it before, but since I started working there, it is so much fun. <laughs> and I, I definitely feel like I've learned more working at both the parks than I have like in a long time. So right, it's, yeah. it's a great way to just get out there and perform and mm-hmm. work with music and see how, you know, people respond to different things. It's, it's a very yeah. fun time. So how did you, um, how did you end up at SeaWorld and uh, Sesame Place? Um, a friend of mine who worked there messaged me right, I think it was the summer after kind of all the lockdowns kind of calmed down. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, hey, we're looking for people, audition. <laughs> and I said, okay. They <laughs> sent in my resume and my headshot and they hired me off of just that. Wow. They said they saw that I'd done a lot of musical theater, I'd had a lot of training and they said, yeah, sure, she looks good and hired me on and <laughs> yeah, simple as that. That's pretty cool. Simple as that, which was, yeah, it was nice to get that easy opportunity. Mm-hmm. So how, how does that differ from, you know, your more traditional, like, acting kind of stuff? Because I imagine mm-hmm. you have to sort of, you know, you're acting with kids and stuff. You have to kind right. of, like, play off of what's happening. and Yeah, it's definitely, it made me very uncomfortable at first. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of breaking the fourth wall, mm-hmm. which I like my fourth wall. <laughs> I like interacting with the people on the stage and the audience just block them out. Right, yeah. But with this kind of stuff, you're, like, interacting with the audience. So, do you all know who this is? That's right, it's Elmo, you know. <laughs> you're doing a lot of that. And mm-hmm. that t- that was a big, uh, that, that took me out of my comfort zone. Now I'm, you know, I've been doing it for about a year now. I'm still not super comfy with it. Mm-hmm. Just because, as I said, fourth wall, I like it's, it. Yeah, um, <laughs> the separation. Yeah, separation's good. <laughs> but it's definitely, it's very different. Um, and just like, the vocal qualities you use are really different. You know, it's very right, like, yeah. hi everyone, welcome. You know, mm-hmm. and I, Usually wouldn't talk like that in normal show. I mean, depending on the role, of course. Right. Yeah. But um, even just like in the singing, it's all very, you know, very forward and you know, very overly friendly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's very fun. It's definitely been an interesting learning curve. But really cool. I've learned yeah. a lot. So, since you are doing so many different things, <laughs> uh, of course, the question has to come up: How do you, how do you balance all that and make sure that you still, you know, don't go crazy with doing all this, all those things? I mean, who's to say I haven't gone a little crazy? <laughs> but um, I have a planner and I keep it color coordinated <laughs> and so organized, and I write down every little thing because if I don't, it just I, yeah, I cannot. My little brain cannot hold everything <laughs> in. So, definitely big planner person. I'm trying to get better at taking care of conflicts ahead of time because mm-hmm. I'm so bad at that. Like I'll see like, hmm, I'm double booked for this day. I'll just, I'll just wait it out. Yeah, we'll I'll see just what wait happens. It, exactly, <laughs> I'll just see what happens. And then nothing happens because why would it? Mm-hmm. Um, and that I've, then problems happen. But I'm trying to get better about that. Um, 
But yeah, I just keep a very clean calendar and try to keep it as organized as possible and color-coded because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a lot to keep track of. I don't really have any free days anymore right, where yeah. I can just do nothing. I might have like a free morning here or there, but actual full free days of nothing are very hard to come by these yeah. days. <laughs> but at least I'm busy with things I love. Right. You know, if I was busy with like, you know, working at Walmart or something, I'd be a little more like, eh, I don't know about this. But it's all things I love to do, so right, I can't yeah. really complain. Mm-hmm. So you're still taking classes at uh, SDSU? Yep, it's my last semester. I graduate in December. Nice. Woo! <laughs> Mostly just like major stuff, like performance kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, this semester I'm taking a couple like theater history classes. I didn't get into any of the musical theater classes, which mm-hmm. was... A little disappointing, I must admit, but I did like the whole, there's like a series of four classes and if you've already gone through the series, you're less likely to do them again. So like, I get it. Um, (laughs) But I'm also taking this really fun class. It's like music for elementary school teachers Uh because I'm doing lots of teaching little kids how to, you know, read music or sing. And I, I know the material. I know music. I know music theory. But teaching it is a different beast, yeah. and I wanted to take that class so I could learn how to give that information from me to them. Mm-hmm. And it's been very helpful. Yeah. So that's definitely like my favorite class this semester. And then I'm taking like a like a music history class, which is entertaining and mm-hmm. really interesting. So yeah, just it's all it's all major stuff at this point, which is nice. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of teaching, what is it that you uh, that you do like day to day with the kids over at mm-hmm. Steel? At Steel, I'm mostly right now teaching them the music for their um, spring musical, fall musical, fall musical. It is fall because <laughs> um, we usually do a spring musical and a fall play. But this year, we're switching it up and doing two musicals, which huh. is a grand old time. Some kids are thrilled; others aren't so much because mm. you know they they prefer the straight plays. But I'm happy. Um, mm. So yeah, we're doing Rock of Ages, which is fun. Very cool. So it's you know first of all just teaching the notes on the page, but also mm-hmm. since it's a rock musical, which is unlike anything they've really done there before, mm-hmm. it's teaching them how to sing in that style in a healthy way because right, you yeah. can't just shred your vocals <laughs> on that stuff, especially because you know they're kids and they yeah. not all of them have a high level of training. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to give them the tools so they can sing all this hard material without destroying their vocal cords because right, yeah. that kind of music sung unchecked can do some major damage yeah, and I don't, don't want, want that. that for them now. <laughs> like keep those chords healthy, please. Mm-hmm. Are they still doing uh, live musicians in the pit? Yes. Yeah, even for, because one of the reasons we chose Rock of Ages is because it has a small pit size. It's just mm-hmm. a band. So that's one of the reasons we chose it because we wanted to keep our live music even though we wouldn't have the full orchestra for it. Right, yeah. So, so yeah, full music all the way, live. <laughs> I love it. It's very cool. So... What are the kind of the benefits and drawbacks to you for for using, a, you know, a live musicians versus a, just a backing track? Oh, I mean, I much prefer live musicians mm-hmm. all the way. I if I never had to perform with a backing track again, I'd be happy. <laughs> um, it's it's just so much more organic, mm-hmm. and as the performer, you can you know take breaths places. You can I mean you you have a little more give and take. It's right, a little yeah. more of like. Teamwork artistry, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's really a magical thing. I I miss it. I haven't sung with like a full like a full orchestra or even just like a small band in forever, and I mm-hmm. I miss it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say a track is more reliable. You right, know yeah. exactly how it's gonna be every single time, but with a good group of musicians, it should also be that way, you know. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely live musicians all the way. It's just so much more dynamic. And dynamic and organic and just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> did you have uh, a live pit with your um, uh, opera that you were in? Yes, yes, we did. We had mm-hmm. a string quartet and then a harpsichord. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really awesome. And then some of our music was 
pre-recorded and kind of like a rock and roll style. Mm -hmm. It was kind of, it was a very fun um, kind of experimental way to do this, op this do this opera uh, where we had like the good guys, all their music was, mm -hmm. you know, the typical Baroque string, or, uh, string instruments and uh, mm -hmm. the harpsichord. And then the bad guys were all like rock and roll, <laughs> like synth. It was really cool. That's pretty so awesome. So it was a fun mixture of both. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite role you've ever played in a musical? Oh, Eponine, hands down. <laughs> you know that. Um, yeah, Eponine and Les Mis was definitely my favorite for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. um, it took me a lot of really interesting places and was definitely kind of a turning point in my career for me. Mm -hmm. And it, I I think in that show, because I've, as I said, I'm a singer first. I'm right. a singer, and then I'm like, I can dance pretty well. And then acting, I'm like, ah, I can't do that. I'm not good at that. Just let me sing a song. I can do that. That's where I'm good. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that show, I was able to actually tap into the acting side of it. Mm -hmm. Like after um, Little Fall of Rain, where I died, I would get carried off stage, and I would just start crying, because mm -hmm. I just felt it so deeply. Um, so I think it was a really big turning point for me acting-wise, which was right, yeah. really needed. I needed that kind of to get up to that next level there, and I did with that show. That's pretty awesome. So yeah, Eponine has a special place in my heart. She mm -hmm. always will. <laughs> And you were nominated for an award in that show, is that right? Yes. Um, I Well, there are a couple of different things that happened. Mm -hmm. But for the NYAs, yes, I got nominated, or I won an NYA award, which is the National Youth Arts. Um, mm -hmm. It's a pretty awesome organization that celebrates, you know, it's kind of like the Tonys of youth theater, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, but then I also went to the Broadway San Diego Awards with it and mm -hmm. won Best Actress in San Diego, which then took me to the Jimmy Awards <laughs> in New York. So I can say that I have sung on my own on a Broadway stage. And That's... that is still one of my <laughs> proudest accomplishments to this day. Absolutely incredible. Yep. Super cool. I get to do that. Uh, what's your favorite and least favorite part about musical theater? Ooh. I mean, I think my favorite part is just, I don't know, the camaraderie is lovely. Having mm -hmm. all these amazing people you are making art with. You get, especially if you have like the right people with you, you get so inspired. Just right, yeah. The group inspiration. I really love that. And just the art form itself. I just love it. I, it's hard to pinpoint exactly why, but there's just something really magical about it that you can't really get anywhere else. Right. Yeah. Um, least favorite that it's so it's so fleeting. <laughs> you know, you yeah. work for months on the show and then you get three performances. All right, you're done. Mm -hmm. Say goodbye to you know everything you've poured your soul into. Right. The, the yeah. fleeting nature of it is hard. At least you know until you get to like a Broadway show or a tour where you're doing it for like five years. Right, and then yeah. <laughs> you know, might feel, feel differently about it. Mm -hmm. But also just how hard it is to break into it professionally on that bigger scale. Because right, that yeah. is my like ultimate goal is either to move to New York or get a touring company. Um, that's That would be like the goal, but it's so hard. It's right, so hard yeah. to break into it. But I mean, I have a lot of friends from the Jimmy Awards because we all like follow each other and we all mm -hmm. kind of keep an eye on each other's um, careers. And a lot of them are, I think... Three of them are on Broadway right now. Oh, wow. Two of them are originating roles in an original production. One of them is now um, Orpheus on Dude. Broadway, which is just like <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <so> cool. <laughs> um, and then one of them is now in the touring production of, um, of Les Mis as Fontaine. Wow. And I'm like, dang, like I know these people. <laughs> That's um, super cool. So it's possible. It's just, yeah, definitely. It's so hard. And I think once I'm done with school, I can start focusing more on it. But right, it's just, yeah. with the pandemic and then trying to finish school, is, there just hasn't been time a to of, really. A lot of like, obstacles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't been able to pound the pavement yet, mm -hmm. but hopefully I will soon. Definitely, yeah. Uh, speaking of all those cool roles, are there any dream roles that you'd, that you'd like to play one day? 
Yes, I wrote a little list down because every time anyone asks me, what's your dream role? I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know because there are too many. So I wrote down a list. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the ultimate dream is to originate a role. That's what I, I'm most passionate about, like new new works and bringing new works together. So right, like yeah. to originate a role, that's my dream role. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also wrote down a role that I'll never be able to play because I'm too old now, but it's still like one day. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to do Carrie and Carrie mm-hmm. because that music is insane and I love it and it's just belting your face off while <laughs> making obstacles fly around. Like, right, I yeah. love it. Um, Violet and the musical Violet is also mm-hmm. another one. Carrie and Carrie, Violet and Violet, see <laughs> theme here. Um, it's, I did I did that show in high school, I think, and I was, the there's Violet, like the older character, then Violet, young Violet, and mm-hmm. I was young Violet. And it's like, oh, that show is such a special place in my heart. It's really, like, gut-wrenching. And I was doing it in kind of a difficult time in my life, so I mm-hmm. want to like revisit it again now right, and yeah. play the older character. So that's a dream. Um, Joe and Little Women. Mm-hmm. Little Women is a beautiful show, and <laughs> Joe is such an amazing character, and I feel like I relate to her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Alphabet and Wicked, because, duh. Mm-hmm. The first, well, because I did musical theater when I was like a little little, but then, mm-hmm. you know, I was a little kid. Um, but then in middle school, I was in show choir, and we had um, we sang Define Gravity mm-hmm. and I was a soloist for it and that got me onto Wicked and mm-hmm. I've been obsessed ever since. <laughs> so it is a middle school, you know, middle school me's dream to do Alphaba. Mm-hmm. And then I just want to do Ebony again <laughs> and do it like professionally for a long run and not right, like yeah. four shows or however many we got. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but ultimate, I just want to do Ebony again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have any funny stories from musical theater? Oh, I have so many funny stories. <laughs> it's Yep. Okay. My my first audition for well outside of school, um, I was auditioning for Annie, mm-hmm. and I sang "Golden Ticket" from um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because mm-hmm. I had just been Charlie in a little school production, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that you needed a one minute cut. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you didn't have to do a whole like dance number. <laughs> um, so I go in there. I sing the entire song, and they just let me. The panel just lets me do it because I was I was cute. I was in like sixth grade or something. I was this cute little kid doing the whole number, mm. full on choreography. Mm. And we get to a part in the middle where there's some dialogue, mm. and you know most people just would skip the dialogue. Yeah, not me. <laughs> I put my hand up like a little like little hand puppet situation, uh-huh. and said one voice. I was like, "Hey, Charlie, blah 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 blah," and then I would respond, and then I'd do the little hand puppet again. And uh, the, the panel was dying laughing. I thought I was just like doing a killer job. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I learned after that that that's not how that's done. <laughs> uh, but you do just stand and sing and do a one minute cut and don't have a little sock puppet hand to <laughs> say the other lines for you. But um, that was a fun time. Nice. Well, how did that pan out? Did they, did they I got, like it? I got or? the Annie understudy because I was mm-hmm. like a newbie to the company. So mm-hmm. they gave it to one of their more like seasoned girls. But mm-hmm. I was the understudy. I got one show and it was it was wild. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was a very fun time. Um, I was doing, this is one of my favorites. <laughs> um, I was doing She Loves Me over at State. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this one scene where we're all at like this fancy restaurant mm-hmm. and we had real food on the tables. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were told just, you know, be natural, just eat the food, be normal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me and my partner, we had this like, tiny little circular table and the guy would bring bread over. Mm-hmm. And I had these sleeves that were kind of poof, they're like long sleeves and they were mm-hmm. kind of poofy, but they kind of like cinched down at my, at my wrists. Mm-hmm. So what we would do is we would spend the scene trying to sneakily put 
spread into my sleeves <laughs> so that we could sneak it out at the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did. So after every, and we were stifling laughter the entire time. Mm-hmm. We're just like, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. As I'm tucking bread into my sleeve and he put bread into his pockets. So by the time we left, we had taken all the bread from the table and brought it down to our dressing room and had a little feast. And nice. It was a grand old time. But one night, we weren't given the bread. We were given like, some strange like cookie type thing. Mm-hmm. And we weren't sure if the cookies were real. We knew that the bread was real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we weren't sure if the cookies were. So I was like, you take a bite. He was like, no, you take a bite. And I'm like, I don't want to eat if it's styrofoam. And he's like, well, I don't either. So uh, eventually he took a bite and we still couldn't tell if it was styrofoam <laughs> or not. Um, we could not stop laughing. It was bad. That's- it, was, it was so funny. Uh, that was such a fun show. Um, oh, I wrote down a couple of these too. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was so fun. During um, Sound of Music at mm-hmm. Steel Canyon, we were doing, I was Maria. I was singing Lonely Goat Herd. It was during, I think, opening night. Mm-hmm. And I got so lost. <laughs> like, I didn't know where we were in the music. I was just so in the moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, yeah, so all the little children are singing. We have these, like, puppets, and it's great. No idea where I was in the music. <laughs> I got so lost. I didn't know which verse we were on. I didn't know what lyric was next. And I look over to the music director, Ms. Luck, mm-hmm. and I look at her like, help me. Like, <laughs> give me something. And she just shrugs. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's your job to help me. And I look back and she's like, I don't know. She's just, she just keeps shrugging and then looks back to the orchestra. And I'm like, well, I think I eventually got back on track. I think Liesel was able to find the place and got mm-hmm. us back. But that was... That was funny in hindsight. Mm-hmm. One, of those, in, one of those challenges that yeah. you encounter. <laughs> in the moment, I was like, oh, no. But in hindsight, it was funny. And then um, this, is, this is like a tech funny story. Because mm-hmm. um, I've done a little bit of tech theater. And I was running um, QLab for Wizard of Oz at the youth theater that I work at. And I was given like half a rehearsal. I don't think I actually got a full run through because mm-hmm. I was subbing in. And... Um, it was a little sketchy because it was like my second time running Q Lab, and they were like, "You'll, you'll be fine. You'll figure it out." Um, so we get to the last scene. Everything else has gone well. Mm-hmm. We get to the last scene of the show, and I'm on book, and I'm waiting for this one line. And I didn't realize that they say this line like five times in the scene. <laughs> so I hear it the first time, and I go, "Oh, oh, there it is!" And I press go, and I full on cut off like like 80% of the last scene of the show. Oh. And, um, you know, they just started singing the song, and they just, I mean, props for them. They just mm-hmm. hopped into the song and said, okay, I guess this is what we're doing now. Um, no one knew it was me in the booth, though. <laughs> they thought it was one of the, like, established, like, theater dads doing it who could mm-hmm. be, he's known to be a bit of a grump. And they just thought he wanted the show to end earlier, <laughs> so he did it on purpose. I'm like, yeah, that's... That's what that's happened. What, yeah, that wasn't me. That right. wasn't me at all. So that was that was very funny. That was a grand old time. But yeah, I, I'm I'm sure I have more, but those those are some of my faves. <laughs> Let's see. Um, do you write original music? I do. I do indeed. I mostly started doing that over the Roner times because I needed mm-hmm. something to do with my spare time, and I wanted to get better at playing piano. So I said I can write music and get better at piano at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I haven't been doing a lot of it lately because my, my creative hours are between like midnight and 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And these days I'm so busy that midnight to 4 a.m. is when I'm asleep. Right. <laughs> so uh, I haven't been able to have much creative time lately, but hopefully I get back to it soon because I really love it. It's pretty cool. Do you have any plans for your uh, for your music, like your original music at some point? or Not 
presently, but I hope to, as I said, get back into it and kind of pol polish some things and then maybe, maybe produce some stuff. Cause I mean, some of it, some of it's just like, you know, midnight ramblings, mm -hmm. um, you know, just midnight therapy sessions. Cause it's, it's kind of how I get my thoughts and feelings out into the open. It's right, very, it's yeah. very therapeutic in that mm -hmm. way. Um, but some of it actually I think is good. Um, I did start because I did the Fringe Festival this past year with a musical that a friend of mine had written. And then I got kind of inspired. I'm like, I could write a musical and bring yeah. it to Fringe. And I started working on something. And like some of the stuff, some of the music I've written, I'm really proud of. And I do mm -hmm. want to do something with. I don't know if I'll end up finishing it because time and motivation. Right. But um, <laughs> it would be nice to do that. Because I have um, a friend of mine and I co-wrote an original an original musical we took to Fringe, mm -hmm. got some awards, we got some like money for it. Oh, cool. Um, so that was really cool. So hopefully I would love to either write a new musical or like write a little like EP with some of the stuff I already have. Because as mm -hmm. I said, some of it is good. Some of it is not. <laughs> but, you know, some of it I, I am proud of and would like to share at some point. So speaking of that, do you have any, like what are your, what are your ultimate goals for music and like musical theater and all that kind of stuff in the future? Yeah, um, ultimate goal... I would love to be working professionally in musical theater mm -hmm. as a performer. That's the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. um, if I could be more specific, I would love to, you know, take an original role and take it all the way to Broadway or take it on tour. Just because, as I've said, working on original work is my favorite. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, the ultimate goal is to move to New York or travel doing a touring show because I would love to do like a tour at some point just because mm -hmm. I'd love to see see the country and do it while making music. Like who wouldn't love that? Right. Um, so yeah, his ultimate goal, professional theater, maybe some, you know, songwriting stuff in there too if time permits and creative energy mm -hmm. happens because you can't force that kind of thing. Um, yeah, that, that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate dream. That's very cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, your time today. And, thank you for um, having me. If you want to hear uh, your singing or whatever, uh, where can they where, where can they go to find that stuff? Oh, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram. I mm -hmm. think. Actually, let me check. I don't even know what my tag is. I'm so bad. <laughs> um, that is Mary Rose underscore V A D thirteen on the grams. So. <laughs> hit me up and see. It's mostly theme park content, but I mean, that's really fun and entertaining too. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. I love him, but every day I'm learning all my life. I've only been pretending without Oh.